Hey podcast, welcome to another episode of Dictations. In this conversation, Dr. Rogers talks about why the typical doctor puts patients on so many medications and why that isn't a good thing. Um, So he talks a little bit about the healthcare system today, um, as well as how the patient today needs to navigate it. Um, it, We we talked a few weeks ago about, you know, starting with a focus when you go in to see the doctor and how to get the the most out of that visit. This is specifically on medications and the way doctors are trained and how you as the patient um, need to go into the whole medication thing. Um, because if you're not careful, you can end up on a, on a long list of medications and, and not really know why you're on it in the first place. So this conversation is about fixing that problem. So I'll let Dr. Rogers explain it to you. Thank you guys for being here. Uh, and here is our conversation. Dr. Rogers, most of the patients that come in here and see you, you're trying to get them off of their medications, or at least as many medications as you can. Why do you think doctors are so quick to put people on that many medications? Well, you know, as doctors, we were trained to use medications to make people feel better, or maybe bring their cholesterol down, or their blood pressure better, or bring their sugar levels down, um, fight their depression. I mean, it's in a way we're kind of trained to use medicines. And unfortunately, it's gotten to be that way worse and worse. And I'm going to surprise you with what I'm going to tell you here in a few minutes, another reason to put you on more medicines. But um, we're kind of trained that way um, as medical doctors. to because we got all these medicines to use for every ailment that you can think of and basically what I think it's done a lot of times basically for money reasons um, it's gotten a lot worse because there's there's a lot of money in pharmaceuticals and um, it makes the doctor's job a lot easier because you don't have to spend time really finding out why they have high blood pressure or or diabetic or why they have high cholesterol or why they're depressed or why their joints ache. So, you know, and doctors nowadays are pretty busy. They don't have, you know, a lot of time to spend with patients, maybe an average of seven minutes for primary care docs. And so it's kind of, it's what the patient wants. It's how the doctor's been trained. It's easier to get them in and out of your office. And so a lot of times I see people that are really, kind of wanting to straighten their health out and because they don't feel much better after being on those medicines for a long time. A lot of times they've been put on different medicines by different providers and um, just stayed on the medicines, not knowing that that medicine was to be taken for a short period of time, uh, like maybe an acid blocker in your stomach, like Nexium or Prilosec. And, you know, if you're on that for years years and years it can really do a lot of damage and cause a lot of other risk factors so when i see a new patient um, especially one that's taking a bunch of medicines i try to get them off a lot of the medicines they don't really need and try to get to the root cause of the problem of course that's my practice as an integrated medical doctor Um, but it's interesting nowadays there's a whole new unfortunate paradox going on and that is that um, 
primary care doctors are being reimbursed or giving given bonuses by the government and some insurance companies if they participate in a pay for performance program there's one of them called macra of course i don't participate in any of these formulas i don't work for the insurance companies i work for the patient um, but this is really a bad thing because what it incentivizes doctors to do is to put you on more medicines to get your numbers looking better. In other words, that doctor that participates in these programs, the lower they get your cholesterol, the lower they get your hemoglobin A1C, which is a measure of blood sugar, and the lower they get your blood pressure, the more they get paid. So you know, it's a lot easier to just to put you on a bunch of medicines a lot quicker and it, Granted, those numbers are going to come down, you know, and, and you may need some of these medicines if you don't learn to eat right and, you know, control your stress, get a good night's sleep, learn to exercise. Um, so doctors typically don't have the knowledge of some of this stuff, for one thing, and then they don't have the time. Again, I'm not blaming this on the doctors. I'm a medical doctor myself, but as I've learned how the medical system works over the 34 years that I've been practicing, it's more and more discouraging to be a doctor because um, of all the greed and, uh, you know, misrepresentation of why we're actually trying to help people. So, um, you know, that's why there's a lot of patients that come to me, they're really fed up with, you know, being on too many medicines and still, still they're fat and tired and they're not feeling any better at all. So, um, this I started thinking about this after an experience I had this week. I went to the fresh market um, to buy some food, and the cashier asked me what I did. She she sees me there a lot, and I think she assumed I was a doctor. She she goes, you know, are you a doctor? And I go, yes. And and she goes, well, I'm having a problem getting getting in to see a, a primary care doctor and. Uh, I go, why? And she goes, well, I'm a diabetic and my hemoglobin A1C is 12.5, which is really high. He says, so um, I can't get in to see a doctor. And uh, I told her, well, why don't you come to, to see me in my office? I'd be glad to help you with that. I love treating diabetes. Um, and she was, of course, very happy that somebody would accept her as a patient. And I started thinking about why nobody would want her as a patient um and i started thinking i think it's probably because she has uncontrolled uh, diabetes and that hemoglobin a1c of 12 is going to look bad on them they may think well that's going to be really hard to get paid for that you know that's going to really screw my averages up and i'm not going to get a bonus <laughs> so that is it's an unbelievable new paradox in medicine that that that's happening and you know they think well this is a great thing we're going to get all these people's numbers looking good and all that but i think it's almost like you know the patient that are they're not doing well for one reason or another you know they don't take their medicines they they don't comply with their diet you know they're going to get kicked out of the practices as non-compliant patients and some of them like this lady may not even be able to get into a doctor so that's a really bad situation in my opinion there was a, you know, I want to dig a little deeper there because, you know, my initial reaction when you said that about the medications, 
you know, getting numbers down was that, well, that doesn't sound that bad to me. You know, if a doctor has the tools to, you know, get someone's cholesterol level down, then why do you see that as a bad thing? Just like, what's wrong with that? Here's why I think it's wrong is because it really encourages doctors to pile so many medicines on these people that they really never get to the root of the problem, i.e. they're fat, they don't exercise, they eat terrible, they're stressed, they don't get a good night's sleep. So it's really not the answer. Being on these medicines for long periods of time can cause a lot of problems. I mean, example, if they're not controlled with an oral metformin or you know, Farsiga or some of these other diabetic medications, then they're going to proceed to insulin to get that down. And insulin, that's the last step. As a type 2 diabetic, you don't want to be on insulin. It makes you more hungry and you store more fat. The idea is not to go on insulin and to get the, the levels down just by eating a healthy diet or maybe some metformin. But um, So I think it encourages doctors, and even to get these numbers too low. I see a lot of people that have no risk factors for heart disease that had a cholesterol of, say, 212, um, put on a cholesterol medicine, which causes a ton of side effects, and they come into me and their, their total cholesterol is like 130, which is really worse than being 250. You need some cholesterol in your in your system. It makes all your hormones. So and it also can lead to di- statins can lead to diabetes, dementia, liver failure, muscle aches. I mean, so there's a lot of, you know, just because these numbers may look better, the patient may be worse off. So granted, it's, it takes more time and knowledge to get these patients healthier, doing it in a more natural way. Now I use medications. I'm a doctor on patients, but my goal is to use as least amount of medication as possible. Think of all the money it saves you, the possible interactions, not knowing when to get off these medicines. Um, so it, it's really a bad situation, I think. And, and unfortunately, a lot of these big groups that think, man, we must be doing great. We're really getting these numbers looking good. The patients are still fat, tired, and, and now just on a bunch of medicines they never needed in the first place. Is it possible that a doctor can get a patient to the level that they want them at, whatever number that is. We will use cholesterol because we're talking, we've been using cholesterol as an example. Could they be at the number that the doctor wants and yet the patient still not feel well? Does that make sense? Oh, for sure. Yeah, I mean... You most, think that's what's happening? Oh, yeah. Like like for like statin medications, you know, people in general, at least half of them feel terrible on them. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, definitely, I, I would agree with you 100%. They can, the numbers can look good, but yet still they're overweight, tired. Maybe now their muscles ache more than ever and they have more brain fog, but the numbers look better. So they think, you know, mistakenly that, that they are more healthy and that their doctor's actually doing a great job when actually maybe doing them a great disservice. And as far as macro goes, it just seems that the the incentives are off. You know, when you incentivize a doctor or a provider um, to to work on numbers, then you're less likely to be listening to the patient and actually, you know, trying to find out what's going on with them, right? Because they're they're, right. they're a lab level to you, right? Because they get doctors get paid for performance. You know, 
So they don't even have to interact that much with a patient. Plus, a lot of times they're on a computer trying to hit buttons, trying to find codes, you know, looking at numbers, really not focusing on why the patient has that problem in the first place. So why is the, why are the insurance and the, all, the, all the government plans trying to do this? Ignorance, you know, and, uh, and I've got a new catchword, Ben. Ignorance is a choice. <laughs> <laughs> I, I also, you know, I, I do think, you know, as far as who's determining, you know, what what numbers to get patients to, is it the insurance companies or well, like what 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 doctor has control over where he wants to get patients to? Well, you know, the, it, they ratchet down a lot of numbers every year. When I first came out of cholesterol. Anything below 300 was normal. Now it's under 200. It was 250, now 200. Who knows? I mean, you know, there's some studies that show that the lower cholesterol may prevent a second heart attack for some groups. But, you know, as far as for preventing, you know, it really hasn't been shown to be true. So um, you have the pharmaceutical industry you know, pushing them because it's, there's billions of dollars in these drugs. I mean, billions and billions. So if the insurance companies and the government were smart about things, you know, they would encourage, you know, the patient just to simply lose weight. You know, I would I think your weight is a more accurate determinant of how healthy you are than than what those numbers look like. Yeah. Well, let me ask you one thing cuz actually I know we have, you know, quite a few providers um listening to this podcast. What if it's not a number that they should be you know, trying to get patients to, you know, what are they looking, what are they trying to do for a patient? Just trying to get them, like, how do they know they're doing a good job? Well, most of them don't, to be honest with you. You know, and I see a lot of physicians as, as patients of mine, and I'll guarantee you they do not want to be on a bunch of medicines. They see what happens with it. Mm-hmm. So I find it very interesting. And again, I don't blame the doctor. It's just that that's the way we were taught, unless you search it out and you know live that lifestyle yourself and and try to search for the reasons that this is happening to our populations becoming a very unhealthy population you've seen it you know even our children are becoming fat and uh, out of shape and you know so it's it's a big problem that's that's our main health care problem i believe so you know when you in my small area of the world you know and doctors like me we're trying to practice a different kind of medicine for the patients listening who are on a bunch of medications, how would you advise them to, you know, at least audit what they're taking, how often, and how to possibly get off of them? Well, just make a list and find out how long you've been on them, why you got on them. And when you talk to your doctor, uh, ask them, you know, is there anything, any way we can get off this medicine? Or, or better yet, just go to an integrated medical doctor who looks at both sides of it um, and makes a reasonable game plan for you as far as, you know, what you're eating, what you put in your mouth is the most important thing you'll do for your health. So um, anyway, it's an interesting thing going on with healthcare, Ben. Well, Dr. Rogers, thank you for your time as always. Uh, We're going to pick this back up next week as always. Thanks, Ben.